Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit So uh, I took a few days off. Uh, I got to go with my wife to this like secluded cabin. I put it up on my Instagram. It was so nice. At I, Otis underscore. I love the cabins of Blue Ridge Mountain, too, because it's like in your mind, you're like, oh, what kind of rustic cabin? You get there and there's like a hot tub. And you're like, oh, OK. <laughs> Not yeah. that rustic. <laughs> it's a little more glamping. Okay. The reason <laughs> I picked it. Yeah, I wanted a hot tub for sure. But it, yeah, it was like kind of a luxury cabin. So it wasn't the old like rustic feel, like mm-hmm. you said. It even had like a smart device in it for like the lights and the things to work. Yeah, which annoyed you, the crap out of me. You sent the most old man text ever. Yeah, over it's the kind weekend. of an old man rant, but I, I'm in the middle of the woods in a cabin. The last thing I want to do is yell into the air at some random <laughs> device. Right. I don't know where it's at. Like, hey, uh, Google or Alexa or Siri. Yeah, somebody, somebody turn on the lights. Nothing kills the romance <laughs> in, uh, in a secluded cabin than talking to an AI robot. <laughs> About dimming the lights. Come on, I'm trying to set the mood here, Alexa. Oh, so annoying. You know what I could do? I could just go flip the switch if I had one. No, I know? I personally love to tell my Alexa to change the temperature. It's like one of my favorite things to do. If I could tell her, Alexa, light some candles. That like, is the set, saddest Alexa, thing I've ever heard of. Set in my the life. mood. Set you the li- mood, you Alexa. Live, Kimmy, you live alone. That sounds like a cry for help. No. A, you no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you what it sounds like. You may no. not. You may look at it as like your best friend in your apartment, it's but when convenient. you live alone, it sounds like the saddest thing ever. No. <laughs> I'm just telling her to change the temperature for me. It's great. Hang in there. It was a pretty awesome experience, though. We did go kind of like walking on trails and just, you know, exploring around the woods there. And uh, (laughs) I started to get like like kind of a panic situation because it was literally out in the middle of nowhere. And we didn't see anybody or anyone or any animal. And then we started to hear like... (laughs) It it was off into the woods, right? And And I look at Britt, I'm like... You know, I think we should go back to the cabin. This is how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa's there, chase on murder <laughs> Thanks for listening to Moot, Kimmy, and Otis in the morning. I love your guys' show. You make our morning drive easier. Uh, Stacy, you're you. amazing. Thank you. Hey, let's go. 94.9 The Bull. Well, in addition to it being iHeartRadio Access Day, it's also officially June, you guys, and something cool is going to be happening on the 3rd at 11.42 p.m. The moon's going to appear at its brightest for the last time this spring. It's known as the Strawberry Moon, um, and it's going to be pretty cool. I feel like this year I've heard about more weird moons than any other year. Right. There was the Peach Moon or the the Harvest Moon, but there's been a bunch of weird ones. Tons of moons that I didn't even know about. And I so love many space, moons. And so do you, Otis. Yeah, I was naked in the woods. There's another moon out there, too. A full. <laughs> the full moon of Blue Ridge Mountains. <laughs> you could see that one from space. It was a different thing. The moon could look down and see. I'm very white. I am. Oh, my gosh. Um, also, NASA is working on a new method for researching UFOs. And they want your smartphone data. So the idea is to collect unclassified crowdsourced data uh, as in your photos, your videos, I want to see what kind of things you're seeing, all of your experiences. Now, this is where I'm concerned. It's kind of like you give people a little bit of freedom and then they go wild. Like the Georgia driver's license, they have to tell people to like, wear clothes in them. So yeah. 
How do you know you some don't get some weird photos that are definitely not UFOs? Well, some people's galleries are a dumpster fire. Yes. I'm sure. uh, never press <laughs> back. There's a cer- that. That's a game you can play with your friends. Which friends, which friends in your we life, go. if you show one picture and you hit back to the photo album, which ones would you know you'd be fine at? Which ones would you be like, oh, oh no. Or how right. fast they get anxious when you start clicking back. You know right. what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah, you don't need to scroll. Go right, go right. Don't, don't, right. don't, don't go left. Don't scroll Why are you scrolling? I was showing you one picture. I find that most people that are really, really into UFOs, yeah, like they, when you start talking to them, like you're like, yeah, that's why you think you saw an alien. You're like, I was up three days, man, and I was going, <laughs> I was walking through the woods, and I was tired, and I looked up, I saw this streak across the sky. It's like you are, that is why you're losing your mind. Right. It was really just Otis's butt, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, Kimmy, and Otis, your new Bull Morning Show. Thank you for all you do in the morning. Well, I listen to you guys every morning on my way to work. Well, thank you guys so much. I love y'all. 94.9 The Bull. So I have this study that found that women start to feel invisible once they reach a certain age, which is 45. And by invisible, they mean that they feel that they stop turning people's heads, that they walk into a room, they don't get as much unsolicited attention. And from uh, men, they start to feel that way at age 47. <laughs> you complain about it for the first 47. <laughs> yes. And then after that, you're like, what, what's wrong with you guys? Okay. Yes, Otis. Does nobody see you don't, this? You don't know you, what you got until it's gone, right? Right. I remember <laughs> the first time I felt, not invisible, but I felt uncool, was I was walking through like uh, Times Square in New York City, and there's always like rappers. This happens in Atlanta, too. Yeah. And they're trying to like, they put their headphones on you like, this is my demo tape. And they're trying to get you to buy it. And I always fake phone calls and like, oh, I don't want to buy this guy's album. And I'm walking by him and the guys just looked, looked me up and down and were like, not worth it. Or, like not yeah. worth, like I, I just aged out of the demo where they think they can make the sale. Or like if you're at the mall and they're trying to hand out samples and they don't even try to go to you <laughs> oh, and they're no. going to everyone else. You're like, <laughs> not oh. Not this busted oh. old person. Wow. I've had this feelings recently, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. I'm Otis. And it's like. I don't can't even remember the last time I was like hit on. Now I'm married. I don't want it for any other reason but just for self ego. You know what I'm saying? I'm at a Braves game and uh, now I'm having a guess. Like I think these ladies were like kind of flirting the other day that were like near my age. Like, yeah, you think? But I'm guessing. So I just you're hoping. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're they doing. Probably weren't at all. That's where, that's where I'm at in life. It's yeah. funny. It's funny when you have somebody like it's the feeling of when someone waves. Yeah. In your direction, you're like, oh. Oh hey, you, hey! And then, and then <laughs> oh, oh behind me, oh, behind that. Oh, got it. Oh, oh, oh. okay. So you didn't, you didn't know that I was Otis from the Bull and the in-game host at the Braves. Yeah. You you just wanted uh, yeah. you, your friend was gonna get you a hot dog. Yeah, <clears throat> I got a follow on Instagram, so that's oh a, well, good job. Yeah. That'll make you feel seen. <laughs> Summer camps are starting. Otis, you said that uh, your son's off to one next week. Monday, he heads off to his Ooh. first camp ever, uh, and he's got a little watch with him so he can contact us if he need be. Exciting. We got letters that are about camp experiences. Maybe not so much fun from kids coming up here in just a second. Uh, 404-741-0949. If you have a wild camp story, tell it to us want to hear about it. Uh, so these letters are just like ones that parents post from their kids. They're completely out of context from I their kids that. at camp. I don't want the context. Uh, <laughs> Dear mom and dad, I learned how to bow shoot arrows. A bird <laughs> flew by while we were shooting. It's pretty dead now in the woods somewhere, I'm pretty sure. Everyone started yelling and they wanted me to go save it. Is that a good idea? No, you don't, <laughs> you don't save it. That's, also, that's life. Also, yeah, um, by the time the letter gets there, is there still time right. to go save it? Yeah. Sure you didn't. I'm sure. That's a good point. Uh, hi, Mom and Dad. Donna, Karen, Mike, Jamie, Kayla, Ashley, Kyle, Jenny, Owen, Colin. 
Big That's family. A lot of kids. <laughs> wow. I tried to pass the highest swimming test today and flunked. Then I tried the second highest and flunked too. I'm going to try the lowest. I also have a bazillion mosquito bites. <laughs> Why are there three-year-olds all around me, too? <laughs> right. I think that's a great idea. If you feel like you're not succeeding at something, just try to be the absolute worst at it. Right. Just, yeah, who cares? They'll give yeah. you a merit badge for belly flop. There you go. Right. Uh, hey, Mom and Dad. This camp has been so much fun. I did the biggest belly flop off this blob thing, and everybody cheered for me. The bad part is that I have no camera. Did you let me bring my phone? So now it's never going to be on Instagram. Why did you do that? I don't do anything in life without clout. I could have been TikTok sort of like, famous. I mean, I could have been all over the gram doing my belly flop that everyone cheered for. 404-741-0949. Or hit us on that iHeart Talkback. What is literally the wildest camp story? I was never much of a camp kid. The blob mm, thing that no. you brought up? Well, that ended up in a 911 call to my wife's parents. No way. Camp. What? Really? Yeah, 650, <laughs> we'll tell you. Your new Bull Morning Show. Y'all are a blast and love to keep me in a good mood. Moot, Kimmy, and Otis. 94.9 The Bull. We want to hear your wild camp stories right now. 404-741-0949. Kids heading off to camp. Folks going camping with the family. I'm Otis. My son going next week. My wife, super anxious because she had a terrible camp experience when you talked about that blob earlier from one of the oh, letters, yeah. Yeah. she uh, one of the biggest guys at the camp was like, you get on that end, and I'll get on this end. <laughs> Let me end. teach you about gravity and physics. I bet oh, you can no. guess what happened. Well, she shot off like nothing, man. She was just flying through the air, oh my gosh. landed into the water, right? Except it was a there was an underwater dock. That <gasps> like was, a piling? It was some sort under, of, yeah. yeah, nobody could see it. Landed straight onto ah! it. Shattered her tailbone. Oh, it still oh affects her to this gosh. day. 911 was called. Her parents had to be told, out, oh. yeah, we were rushing your daughter to the ER. That was not a good camp experience. What a bummer to have wow. a lifetime injury from the blob. <laughs> the blob. From the camp blob. 404-741-0949. Hit us with those wild camp stories. Good morning. It's Moot Kimmy Otis, family member Chris Nally. How are you? What's up? You got a camp story where your aunt almost drowned? My aunt Pam. <clears throat> uh, we were swimming in Lake Altoona. She was way out there because she could float without a float. You know, she just is like a bobber for real. <laughs> She's just a, a buoyant gal. I don't know okay. that anybody has yeah. enjoyed being described as a bobber. Nobody wants to be described as buoyant. Way out there, and um, she starts to like get pulled under, and she's screaming, and my uncle Dell like runs and jumps in the lake, like panic. We looked at her leg, and it looked like something wrapped around her leg and try to pull her down. Oh, no. Whoa. I thought that only happened in Lanier. And then an hour later, on the other side of the lake, we see these guys with scuba diving stuff get out. What? what wow. A, what a terrible, what a terrible prank to play if you're a scuba diver, but also kind of <laughs> hilarious. You're the down below just grab them by their feet. Yeah, if you want to get kicked in the face. <laughs> I mean. I know all of us at the campground were laughing our asses off. Did you? When you saw her bobbing up and down, did you try to reel her in? Wow, <laughs> uh, Otis. She, she was too heavy to reel in. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would break my pole. David in Duluth forgot to send his kids to camp. Heard oh, us talking no. about it. <laughs> Sorry, man. Good morning. School let out last week, and my kids were at home, and uh, you know, I forgot to put them in any sort of summer camp or any sort of summer activities for them this summer. Uh, and I, I think it might be too late. I've caught a couple of people. I'm looking at a whole summer of working at home, 
with my kids around trying to figure out how to juggle things, and so it's, it's going to be a rough one. Just washed over you that you forgot to set them up in anything this summer? Yeah, I just kind of dropped the ball on it, and here it is, <laughs> and she's running around in the living room right now, one of them anyway, and uh, yeah, it's it's it, I. If I can't find something, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be definitely a tough summer. I, let me tell you. I mean, I feel like at this point you just gotta kind of make up your own camp in another room. It's like here, here you go. Here's some paper and some scissors. Make something. <laughs> yeah, it's no, art, I can't, art no, camp. I... It's Doug's art <laughs> camp. Yeah. <laughs> we all know the internet is a cesspool of people complaining about nothing. So, Moot, Kimmy, and Otis bring you the best of the sad tweets on ninety four point nine The Bull. People are very, very upset that Lake Lanier, uh, the Margaritaville, put a fence up to keep people out of the water. A lot of people, a lot, most of the complaints are, that's my personal freedoms and I want to swim. <laughs> of course. We can't have nice things around here. Well, we can't have nice things. Uh, Margaritaville took matters into their own hands. They don't want, they for safety, they put a fence up, but it doesn't look like it's going well. They're real safe now because no one's there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one is from uh, Mike McCabe in uh, Dallas. Nothing like looking at, uh, relaxing, and looking at a fence in the lake from your beach chair. I've always wondered what it would look like if they put a prison on a lake and you got the view from through your cell. Mm-hmm. The beauty of the nature of Shawshanksville resi- a Resort. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, looking through bars is so fun, right? Yeah, I wonder, it keeps the people out of the water. Does it keep the ghosts off the beach? No. Oh, we're going to get to that one. Don't believe yeah. there's some tweets about the ghosts <laughs> okay. of Lake Lanier. Oh, no. This one's from Amy Kirby. What a dumb decision. I wonder if they'll update their advertising to clarify that you can't actually swim at the beach. Hmm. Could you imagine driving all the way up there, excited for the lake and seeing a Jurassic Park fence around the beach? <laughs> Prepare yourself for all the trending videos of Karen's Trying to scale it, mad at the staff of teenagers. <laughs> so true. What if they electrified it? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> oh, you think it keep me on wire, dear? Like, Watch. ma'am, don't touch it. There's Maybe voltage. That's the solution. They just put a velociraptor behind it. I'm still mm. going yeah. to see that. Mm. Little zap taser people who go too deep in the water. All right, this last one is from Sean James. Um, this one's from Gainesville. I love that they think they can change the safety of the lake at Lanier by building a fence. Lake Lanier will find a way. <laughs> Have you not seen the movie Final Destination? Oh, jeez. You cannot stop the ghostly powers of Lake Lanier with a fence. We may end up seeing the first ever lake tidal wave in history. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if you know the stories, you know the lake is haunted. I don't know the last time ghosts respected fences or walls. Never. Or anybody's ever drowned on a beach. Right? Oh, man. Lanier will find a way. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't fix stupid. Proving it with Moot, Kimmy, and Otis on 94.9 The Bull. Stupid fuels us, makes us feel better about our own lives and decision-making. And every day, Otis finds us a can't-fix-stupid story. We've all thought about it when that tow truck ramp is down and it looks like (laughs) you could just launch off it like Fast and the Furious or Grand Theft Auto. What would it be like? I've always uh, fantasized about, like, on a long road trip, you see, uh, like, a tow truck that's kind of down or, like, a car. Oh, no. And driving on it real fast and just, like, just chilling and just letting them do all the work. Yeah, oh just stopping on just, just kind of cruising for the road trip. Well, you guys have watched too many movies. Rural South Georgia actually found out what it's like to jump one of them. Oh, my gosh. Because she wasn't paying attention. She was rubbernecking. That's why <laughs> she's going on the Can't Fix Stupid list. Apparently, uh, looking over at the accident that was on the other side of the Route 38 highway, <laughs> like wondering, oh my gosh, I wonder if those people are okay. Oh, yeah! Wow! Flying off, this the tow truck on her side had its bed all the way down, looked like a giant ramp. She ramped that thing, went over the top of the truck, flipped three times, and the Ooh. police officer's body cam is what is at 
Otis underscore Osho or at 94.9 The Bull on Instagram to watch. Two fat, two roll. I don't know how to explain this, but she man, she just hit the toe ramp and just flipped it through the air. Several wow. shocking things as her Nissan Altima launched and flipped several times. She wasn't wearing a seatbelt, so they tied ticketed her for that. Mm. She survived three rolls, tapping another car and landing back on her wheels. Uh, <laughs> pulling that Dukes of Hazard stunt. That's amazing she's alive. Testament to the safety of the Nissan Ultimate, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Brian. that's not a car that I'd initially no. be like on my power list of like rankings for what I'd want to be in when I jump the tow ramp. Yep, yeah. She's yep. dealing with some pretty serious injuries. She's going to be okay. And uh, well, she's going to have that video to live on for the rest of uh, her time. Does it get funny after a while? <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough sell. So this is really amazing. There are two Georgia kids that are in the finals for the Scripps National Spelling Bee, which are going to be tonight at 8. There were more than 200 contestants, and uh, the two Georgians that made it is uh, Cy Lacamassetti, who's 14. from. I couldn't even spell that kid's name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Stallings <laughs> Island Middle School. Um, he enjoys playing the flute, tennis, biking. And then also the other one is Matthew Baber of 13. And he goes to Rising Star Middle School in Fayetteville. And he likes foreign languages and math. So that's amazing. You know what it means. It means that at 830, we get to do a spelling bee in oh, here. Man. Grab some of those words <laughs> that these kids knock out of the park that we will absolutely struggle with. Like the first round words. Oh, yeah. Like the layups for these kids. Anytime somebody says something hard, just respond with, can you tell me the uh, place of origin, origin of that word, please? Um, <laughs> yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? I oh, wish the, oh. I wish the ju- the person presenting the words was honest. Can you use it in a sentence? Absolutely no. not, man. I'm an idiot. Look, I got it in spell front of it, me. Dude. I wouldn't know how to spell How's it. How's that going to help you? <laughs> I also want to know where the judges learn how to pronounce some of these things. Like, who do they ask? Google pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> the headlines with Kimmy Carew every day at 610 at 810. Access day! Kimmy and Otis. Thank you for everything you do in the morning to keep a smile on our faces. 94.9 The Bull. So we have two students from Georgia in the Scripps National Spelling Bee Finals. This is really cool. You can pull up the words round by round and see what kids got asked and what they spelled and how they spelled it. You can heckle the ones who spelled things wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to the first annual Moot Kimmy and Otis Spelling Bee. Can we spell the words that Georgia 10-year-olds spelled? Um, all right, this first one, Kimmy, this one's for you. This okay. one was given to Matthew Baber. Let's, uh, it's Pompeii. Can you spell Pompeii? P-O-M-P-E-I-I. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, I was spelling it right along. I thought you had it, dude? Yeah. Really? Okay, I, let's I didn't want to talk over it, but I had yeah. to. It's a good point. You're very, uh, you're very polite. That's nice of <laughs> you. All right, here we go. This one is for Otis. This word... Shubunkin. Oh, she gets Pompeii. I get Shubunkin. <laughs> Shubunkin. Okay. What's the origin of that word? The origin? It's from the shoe region of Bunkin. <laughs> I'll use it in the sentence as well. As well. Otis, your word is Shubunkin. S H U. All right. B U N K I N. Boom! Major upset. I don't even know what that is. You shubunked that word. Yeah. Shubunkin. <laughs> All right, let's get one. Let me find a doozy for Kimmy oh, because man. she is a way better speller than the rest of us. Uh, here we go. Let's go with this one was spelled wrong by some dopey kid <laughs> oh, in Monterey County. Here we go. 
Tenera Temente. Tenera Temente. I can't even say it. Tenera Tenera Temente. T E N A. Bat wrong. There we go. N A E. E, yeah. E. R. R. Yep. Tenera. T A. Tenera Mente. Oh, Mente. I thought it was Tenera Tenente. Yes, yes, I can't remember the I word. I don't remember what the word was. was. Oh, I, I am dyslexic, one. so I might, maybe should not <laughs> oh, be reading no. them. <laughs> uh, that doesn't count as my fault. You and the doofus from Monterey <laughs> County out in the first round on that one. <laughs> it's wedding season, and uh, I know that. Atlanta, I guess, is getting more and more expensive, Kimmy, you said. That's right, yep. Prices are up 7.4% over the past couple of years. $28,000 is the average, national average. Oof! Yep. Well, Ouch. Let's just put this bride who got caught cheating at her reception into the potential of having spent that much money on the wedding only to find out from her groom in front of everybody that he's got evidence she was cheating with the best man. So there was a wedding. Bride and groom got married. Lovely ceremony. Exception had their food, speeches after food. Father of the bride does his thing. Groom stands up and says, Just before I like get started, I'm just there's some envelopes coming around now. If you could all open them up, um, yeah, those are pictures of the bride f-ing the best man. Yeah, so I'll be whoa. leaving now. Dropped the microphone, and him and all his family knew about it and left. She said the family, Oof. his family showed up just to watch her have to spend all that money. And be embarrassed. I'm torn on this one because I do think that, I mean, what a revenge, what a deep-seated revenge uh, plan. But also, I wouldn't want to sit through the ceremony if I was the groom and I knew I was leaving. I don't want to do it at the rehearsal dinner on the front end of it. Like, make sure all of it's (laughs) non-refundable. But, like, the Thursday night or Friday night before the wedding, drop that bomb at the rehearsal dinner so I don't have to sit through a ceremony I don't want to be a part of. Choke down the vows. I mean, really depends how long the ceremony is. Like, my sister didn't do anything like crazy it was probably like 15 minutes or so so if things were already paid for like and she wasn't getting her money back anyway and you had those photos and you're betrayed by your fiance and your best friend yeah i would sit through that are you kidding me i I absolutely would get ready is the most vindictive i would would absolutely because that's so messed up what a betrayal Oh, yeah, cheating. That is a and also, yeah. <laughs> what if you were really excited about the cake and the food? Like, you would want to stay and eat that, at least enjoy that part of it, right? <laughs> I think so. No, I don't have the attention span. <laughs> you ever, I really don't. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> have you ever been to one of these just mind-blowing weddings where you cannot believe what happened before your eyes? 404-741-0949. Epic moment at a wedding that just, wow, shook you. Meltdown. Your new Bull Morning Show. Listen to you guys every day going to work and love the show. You guys are great. Moot, Kimmy, and Otis, 94.9 The Bull. We were talking about when weddings go sideways. Um, A groom found out that his uh, bride had been cheating with the best man, decided to go through with the whole ceremony. She had to pay for everything and then walked after they disclosed it or, uh, you know, shed light on it with all the pictures of it. They gave pictures to everybody at the reception of the bride and the best man hooking up. That's commitment. Yeah. I'm Otis. Good morning, Anthony in Cartersville. A fight broke out at the wedding you were at this weekend? Brother, let me tell you, man, I had a crazy, crazy weekend. I mean, I went to a wedding. So, you know, when they tell... The the, the 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 pastor whoever he says speak now forever hold your peace. Oh, uh, you didn't. Yeah, I always feel like that's a rhetorical question. Yes. I don't even know why yeah, I ask it. I don't I know. know. It's like you're asking for what trouble. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like I said, I didn't start it, but my buddy that was sitting next to me used to actually date date the girl, <laughs> yeah. and we we had a couple shots before, and um, 
I think I kind of incited a fight because next thing I know, I whispered in my buddy's ear, like, say something, say something. He said he said something when they asked. <laughs> he couldn't hold his peace. And all I know is that it was a fight in, in the wedding procession. And he was knee deep in the middle. <sighs> I, I think I started it. What do you, you know, think I, you started I, it? You started it. I think it. I started it. A little peer pressure. I didn't throw a punch, but I I, I, I incited you it. You ruined, like, the yeah. end of the wedding. What wow. do you mean? You don't need to throw I a mean, punch. This is worse. I, I just feel bad. They, they don't have good pictures from their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about weddings, crazy things you saw at weddings. This is from the iHeart uh, radio app, the Talkback there. It's Cassie in Duluth. It's about her own wedding. You guys talking this morning about the craziest thing that's happened at a wedding and i my brother my 30 year old brother was my flower man so he like wore flower a fanny man. pack and did the whole dancing down the aisle thing to the song i'm too sexy <laughs> i unfortunately didn't get to watch it obviously because i was outside waiting to do my entrance from what i heard it was hysterical so i just thought that that was really funny you guys were talking about crazy things at weddings <laughs> yeah, Cassie's got to have a good sense of humor though Because there's not Some brides If you did something like that Like the brother as a joke And just stole all the attention from her Walking down the aisle They True. wouldn't go over well No I, If I was the flower man though In my head I just imagine him wearing like white overalls And like orange shirt Little Mario action I was a bridesman one time For my friend's wedding in California And no one really prepared anyone For two dudes walking down the aisle And people started laughing at us Really? They thought we, they thought we went rogue And oh. then I was standing on her side Just wearing a tie that matched her dress Oh, well, I mean, that's cute <laughs> Go. Mood, Kimmy, and Otis You guys are so funny You make the morning ride so much better Georgia's number one for new country On 94.9 The Bull 